Na 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 Batman. Na 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 na. Batman. Na 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 na. Batman. Na 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 na. Okay, that's enough of that. Okay, fine. Jesus. Hello everyone, it's Greetings, me, Joshua. Gothamites. <laughs> what, what, what? Gothamites. People from Gotham. Sure, Gothamites. Hi. Hi. Hey, right, so um, this kicks off what we decided to uh, turn into a series. On, a Batman series. Yeah, a Batman series. And we're calling it... We are calling it... Arkham Hardly Contain Myself. And then, like, there will be, like, episode one, episode two, episode three. That works for me. Sure. Okay, fine. All right, so Arkham Hardly Contain Myself. This is episode one, and this is actually going to focus on the Arkham games. And um, if there are any more. Yeah, which well, Rocksteady kind of teased, maybe. Sort of. I, I don't know if it was Rocksteady or it was Warner Brothers. I think it may have been Warner Brothers. Mm. We'll look at it. Um, so, anyway, the Arkham series, really pretty revolutionary game series. Um, I played it all the way since Arkham Asylum, which came out back in 2009. So the in case you haven't played any, the games are Arkham Asylum 2009, Arkham City 2011, um, Arkham Origins, which is made by a different studio, mm-hmm. 2013, and Arkham Knight 2015. Yeah, and so the um, what was revolutionary about these games was the fighting style. It had a very unique. Um, it had very unique mechanics for the fights, something that you hadn't really seen before in in games, especially or at least not in a superhero game. Yeah, this was when it came out by far the best superhero game that I had ever played. Like I the think, first one, Arkham yeah, Asylum. When Arkham Asylum came out, it was by far the best superhero game that I had ever played, and that I think most people had ever played maybe now you've got games like the new spider-man game right the, like ps4 right that that can kind of rival the game and, and and it's possibly better i'm not sure i haven't played that game yet we will soon but um as far as 2009 is concerned this was the best that there was out there um it was a special game because it brought back mark hamill and kevin conroy as batman as and batman of the joker or joker and the batman respectively and um that was that was huge because for those of us who grew up during the nineties watching the Batman animated series, they were Batman and the Joker. Like there was, you know, they were the voice of those characters and we watched it for so many seasons that we came to associate those characters with those voices. Um, And it was kind of weird after that, hearing anybody else voicing them. So it was really cool to see them come back. The artwork, like the design of the characters was awesome. It basically kind of took, the image that we had of Batman and amped it up. And so suddenly his like bat suit was more armor-like. It was much more detailed. Because he was basically fighting armies. Well, not in this one. In the first one, in Arkham Asylum, uh, so the, the plot of the game is basically that Batman goes to uh, speak to the Joker. He visits Arkham Asylum, and then he gets trapped in Arkham Asylum. because oh, really? the Joker, Yeah, because the Joker takes over the asylum. Oh, and so the villains are basically running things now in the asylum, and it's all a plot to try to like kill Batman. Now the Joker has something else going on in this game, which is, and by the way, uh, spoiler alert for all the games in the Batman Arkham series. If you haven't played them and are hoping to play them at some point, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode. 
Um, but if you don't care or you've already played them, then this is all stuff that you already know. The Joker creates uh, this um, like this the, chemical. the Bane, like basically it's kind of like Bane. It's like it's created from the Bane from the venom, the the chemical that Bane uses to turn himself huge, and he creates it. He calls it Titan. And, and he injects it into himself. Right, he injects it into himself. That's one of the last uh, scenes in the in the game. He injects it into himself, and he becomes this huge, you know, mega Joker type and, of creature. And you have to fight him, right? Yeah, you have to fight him in like this kind of like ring kind of area. Um, and it's it, it's a it's such a great game because basically Batman is trapped in Arkham Asylum, and not only is he as you as you. Uh, play as Batman, you go into all these different areas within Arkham Asylum, which by the way, we had never seen Arkham Asylum like this, like this detailed. It was incredible because it, it got into the history of, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Jeremiah Arkham, I think it is. I forget the name of the original, like Dr. Arkham, who is the one who created that asylum. Um, but he had a, a really deep history in Gotham City, just like the Waynes have a very deep history. And so you start discovering all these secrets about about Arkham, the Doctor Arkham, um, as you're exploring the different areas. So not only are you getting into that entire mythology of how deep and secretive Arkham Asylum is, but you're actually encountering the villains who have taken over certain chunks of the asylum. So depending on where you're walking through Gotham Asylum, you might encounter you know Poison Ivy, you might encounter Mr. Uh, Two Face, Mister Freeze, right. A whole bunch of different, uh, different great Batman villains. So it's cool because it's all it all takes place in one night. So Batman is trapped in there that entire night, and it's all trying to get himself out of there, but also stop this uh, prison that has been taken over by the uh -huh. villains. Really great game. Definitely recommend it. It's definitely worth it if you're a Batman fan, or honestly, if you're a, a gaming fan at all. It's just a really, really good game. Then. Came the sequel, right? Which is Arkham City. Yeah. So that, that came out uh, two years later in 2011. And the story itself takes place one year after Arkham Asylum. And so now this basically took, in a pretty clever way, it took the game mechanics and the entire premise of Arkham Asylum and blew it up a hundred times bigger. Because in the storyline, Hugo Strange managed to get a certain section of, of Gotham City uh, blocked off and turned into a massive and basically, prison. Basically, what happens is um, Joker, he sends a bunch of his blood, which is infected, mm -hmm. to a bunch of other people, and he puts it into Batman. Yeah, he actually injects Batman with this thing... Uh, w with this poison, and Batman now has to like run a race against time to try to uh, to try to get him himself cured. Um, and, and so, yeah. and, and it's it's a huge. And he has to like get the cure from Mister Freeze or something. Yeah, he has to like work with him. I think at, at, at one point to be able to find the cure. And then Mister Freeze is like, it will. It can only be used in like something or something years or something like that. Yeah. So this game is so huge because, again, it spans a, a huge section of Gotham City. So you're seeing a whole bunch of areas of Gotham City that are familiar from the comic books and the cartoon shows and the movies. And every every place that you go to has kind of like been take over by a, taken over by a specific gang. And, and like, so it might be like Two-Face and his gang control this quadrant of the city. And, and you got to fight them and run through certain missions like to defeat him. Any place you go, there's like 
a group of like three or four people and you have to just like beat them up. Yeah. So it's a really cool uh, open world game. Um, you get to go on so many different side missions. You get to interact with so many cameos of characters that we know from the Batman movies and comics and TV shows and stuff. It's it's a really, really good game. Very awesome story. And it's a game that you can get lost in just like for hours and hours and hours. Um, then came uh, a Arkham prequel, actually. Origins, yeah, two years later. Five years before Asylum. Right. It takes place five years before Arkham Asylum. It was developed by a different studio, like Joshua mentioned before. All the, the, the two previous games were developed by Rocksteady. And again, Rocksteady just changed the game with these uh, with these games. And so uh, WB Games Montreal tried to kind of like continue in that same style, um, putting Batman into a younger version, less experienced version and of himself. basically the game is where... Um, Black Mask. Black Mask, I'm pretty sure, placed places a bounty yeah. on his head. Yeah. And and he encounters and he um encounters the world's like deadliest assassins, but yeah, eight of them. All in one night. This all takes place during like Christmas. Deadshot, there's um, there's Deadshot, Dead there's Deathstroke, there's um, And it's all on like Christmas Eve. Yeah, all of it is on Christmas Eve. It's snowing, so it's Gotham City again, and there I think they implement a curfew or something, so that explains why there's not people running around the entire city like civilians. And um, it all takes place on one Christmas night, and Batman has to go through all these eight assassins until he finally gets to um, to Black Mask. And then he also meets a Joe, the Joker, a, a younger version of the Joker. Um, and like, and like, he has to beat him up in like, in like a church or something. Right. Like right next to a coffin. All right. Right. Yeah. And, and it's it, so it's a it's a good game, but. There, so in Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and I played both of those games. I didn't play Origins, so I played Arkham Asylum and City. And the great thing about those games and is then that Arkham Batman, Knight. Did you play Arkham Knight? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City had established Batman in his full glory. So you saw Batman using all of his gadgets. Uh, we saw him like you could you could even enhance your gadgets. He could call basically like like airdrops of different gadgets and stronger uh, bat suits and stuff like that. So it was a really cool way of like becoming Batman, the Batman that we all know and love, this guy who can take on entire armies if needed. But Arkham Origins brought him back to a much younger version of himself, less experienced Where version of himself. Where he first encounters the Joker. Right. And so the problem with that game, when I started seeing the gameplay and the story and stuff like that, is that how can you really justify this one guy being able to take on the eight best assassins in the world when he's not yet seasoned as he is in in Gotham, in Arkham City and Arkham Asylum? Yeah. And it, it, that was kind of like hard to believe because, of course, when you release a new game, you want to up the ante. You want to make it more... Uh, more action packed. You want to make it. You want to make the gameplay cooler. But how do you do that when the other game was already so good, and now you're supposed to be dealing. You're supposed to be acting as a younger, less experienced Batman, but your fighting is supposed to be better and stuff. So that part was uh, a little bit odd, to be honest. Then the other thing is that uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill were not voicing Batman and the yeah, Joker. Yeah, it was it was voiced by um, Roger Craig Smith and Troy Baker, which Troy Baker has voiced Batman before. Where else has he voiced them? In the Lego movies, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's it. Oh, okay, okay. 
Well, so basically, um, Arkham Origins happened. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. Um, but then finally, in 2015, two Arkham years Knight. later, Arkham Knight is released. And they, this is now a sequel to Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. And this is set nine months after the events of Arkham City, again created by the studio Rocksteady. And this time, Scarecrow is the villain. So, And basically, we, he like takes control of Jason Todd, which is Arkham right. Knight. Yeah, it's it's revealed. It's revealed all the way at the end of the story that he's alive because Batman thought he was dead. Yeah, so this changes the Batman lore. Number one, it introduces um, Jason Todd in this new incarnation, in this different character of, of the Arkham Knight, um, and so it takes him away from the whole Red Hood thing until Batman defeats him, and he kind of ends up joining sort of back into the fold, and he becomes an anti-hero. And the cool thing is and he that saves now Batman from. Like, he, you're right, yeah. Someone. Yeah. And, and so, like, we, the, what's really cool is that you get to play a couple of missions as Jason and also Todd. And Azrael is in this game. The great, Sorry, hold on, buddy. The great thing is that you get to run a couple of missions as Jason Todd in the Red Hood gear. And he has his, like, classic jacket. And it, 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 there's some differences from the comics. And so you get to play because with Batman, again, Batman doesn't kill. He just knocks guys out. But with Jason Todd as Red Hood, you actually get to shoot dudes because, you know, he doesn't care. He'll kill, he'll kill criminals. So that was really cool. Once you actually get to play as him in the game, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the other thing, Batmobile. Oh, my Lord. The Batmobile in this game is it's basically like a cross between the Tumblr from the Dark Knight trilogy and the Batmobile from Batman versus Superman. It's like a mechanical mech-like tank on wheels. It is a gorgeous piece of machinery. You can summon the thing to you from wherever you are in Gotham City. It comes right to you. You just wreck through folks in this car. It is an incredible part of the game. And you hadn't really had that, that gameplay yet in these Arkham games. This was first introduced in Arkham Knight. So that's a really, really cool part of it. And you can run missions. You can do missions that are very specific to the Batmobile, like, like you, that you have to complete with the Batmobile. So And also... Um uh, Scarecrow reveals Batman's identity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of the game, you have you have one of like three or two ways that you can end the game, and one of them is basically revealing. Scarecrow doesn't reveal the identity. I think he takes off his mask. Though. Batman is the one that chooses to reveal it. Oh. It's called the Dark Knight Protocol. The Nightfall Protocol. Yeah, Nightfall. Yeah, he tells um, Alfred activate the Nightfall Protocol. It's like a big button if you complete all of it. Right. Right. And uh, so that's one of the things and, that Bruce Wayne reveals a secret identity to to Gotham City or to the world, I suppose. And Nightfall, which is um, a nod to Azrael because that is the comic where he first um, showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Azrael. And also um, it's the comic where Bane broke Batman's back. Yeah, Azrael, Azrael he's, um, he basically uh, plays a role through side missions. You encounter this guy who Batman doesn't know at the beginning of the of the game who he is, but he starts showing up and he starts talking about basically being like the heir to the Batman cowl. Like he wants to do Batman's job after he's gone. And so Batman puts him through the trials. Like he puts him through these tests to try to train him. And you actually play as Azrael and you have to complete these these uh, tasks, these tests that Batman gives you. And um, at the end of the game, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure... Um, he goes home, 
and Wayne Manor just blows up. It just like boom. And you're left with the mystery: Did he die, or did he not and die then, in that explosion? After that scene, mm-hmm. um, some there's like some thugs, um, interrogating this like people, trying and, like stealing from them or something. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then they just see this like guy dressed like Batman on top of the building, and they're like, "Oh, Batman's dead. You know, we're not scared of that look anymore." And then he just, like, expands his wings and it just, like, explodes. And he yeah. has this, like, red bat symbol. Which leads me to believe that it might be Terry McGinnis, which is Batman Beyond. Maybe. But you're not sure. It, it's kind of hard to, to know for sure. But I think... I, it, it's kind of like, like how, how the Dark Knight trilogy left the ending. Where Batman is in the, in the Batwing. It, in, like, in explodes the, with the, the bomb. Yeah, well, and we think we don't know if Batman's in there or not. And then you see Alfred, who has he goes to that coffee shop that he mentioned earlier from earlier in the film that he would go and look at uh, and look look out for Mister Wayne, uh, waiting to see if he would see him there casually getting coffee. And he does. And he glances over and he thinks that he sees Wayne and Selina Kyle. And we don't but know then, if he actually. But then did. Alfred just doesn't look again. He just turns around. Because he wants to stay with that in his mind. He wants to just believe that that was Bruce Wayne, that he did survive the bomb, and he walks away. And so there's like this similar kind of ending with uh, the Arkham Knight game where you're not sure what exactly happened. And I like that they left it open-ended. I don't think everything has to be setting up a sequel necessarily. And it was – the Arkham Knight was sold as – the game that was the final chapter for Rocksteady Studios. It was the last game that they were going to do for this Arkham series. Here's why I think that it might be Batman Beyond or Terry McGinnis. Because, obviously, because it's, like, a black bat... I mean, red bat crashed and, like, red and stuff. And um, it's, like, it's, like, scary. And I think maybe that's just because um, the... The thugs are seeing him with fear toxins, so it's exaggerating his suit. Yeah, it could be. It could be, for sure. And also, um, another thing you get for 100% completion of the game mm-hmm. is a piece of artwork that is that same person. Well, the thing is the that Batman. the other thing is that you get to wear the, that armor. You get to unlock that armor, the 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 Batman Beyond Batsuit. Is it like armor? All the way, yeah. It's like an armored version of that suit, but it's definitely that suit. And you, I mean, it's definitely Batman Beyond. Absolutely, it doesn't have a cape. The whole thing, the whole deal, and 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 you get to use that though all the way back to Arkham City. And Arkham City is the first time where I unlocked that suit. Oh, yeah. So the game is de- that suit is definitely part of the game, but it doesn't go, it doesn't form part of the story. Like it's something that you can unlock. It's kind of like a, an Easter egg and a cool skin to wear. But you don't actually – it doesn't affect the story in any way. So having said that, Rocksteady could totally pick up and create a new series because we – we I mean Arkham, that's it. I, I feel like they squeezed as much as they could, they could out of the Arkham title. They could move on to something like the Court of Owls, which by the way, uh, I'm going to um, be doing a review episode of the Court of Owls uh, comic book series because it's one of my favorite Batman storylines. So look out for that soon within speaking, this Arkham Hardly Contain Myself series. Speaking of the Court of Owls, we saw this like this like teaser oh, yeah. kind of, and it was where this the bat signal was um was uh, flashing onto this building. I don't know if it was Warner Bros. Or um, Rocksteady's building, uh-huh. and um, 
and and the camera the camera glitches a yeah. bit. And and they people, put this they put this I think in their Twitter account is where they where they uh, showed it. Yeah, and people decoded those codes and. And I mean, there wasn't anything to decode. They just kind of like paused it at the right moment to yeah. see that frame. And, and it was like different symbols, different glyphs. And one um, of them. they said that two of the symbols, uh-huh. uh, one of them was like the League of Assassins symbol. Yeah. And the other one was the Court of Owls symbol. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's correct. And so, you know, that led to speculation. That was, by the way, that was on the Twitter feed of WB Games Montreal. And that was on September 22nd, 2019. So it wasn't too long ago. And this is the studio that created not Arkham Asylum City and Night, but that created Arkham Origins. Really? Yeah. So we know we know that they can make some pretty kick-ass games. We know that for sure. Because Arkham it's not that Arkham Origins is a bad game, it's just that it doesn't tie in with the rest of the continuity necessarily of the Arkham series. So I consider Arkham Asylum City and Night to be the true trilogy and Arkham Origins is kind of like an add-on to it but I could completely see WB Games Montreal creating a really cool game in the same vein of um of of the of of the, these other games that use a different storyline like the Court of Owls to tell a, to tell a story you know to create a series of games I wish that Rocksteady would do it cuz Rocksteady just did such an amazing job but hey, whatever you know, it's uh, um, we'll take what we can get. The more games that we have like this of this quality, the better. There's also um, there was this test footage. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it, buddy, but there was a test footage of a game that Rocksteady was making of either Superman or The Flash. Do you remember seeing that? No, I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay, I'm gonna look that up really quick because but it was. Um, uh, it was uh, basically like test footage. It wasn't any kind of like finalized game or anything like that. It was test footage of <clears throat> of what it could look like them creating a game of the Flash. So and I, maybe we can look at it. We can find it later because it's kind of tough to find at this point. I, I have a question. And yeah. it's like, the, do the Arkham games, are they in the same world as the Injustice games? No, not at all. Oh, no, okay. No, no. No, it's, a, it's a very different story, very different setting and all that. Um. Uh, anyway, so that's a little bit about the Arkham games. Again, my recommendation, play Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Go through that trilogy. It's so worth it. It's one of the best game series that you will ever play. I, I, I recommend to start with Arkham Origins and then Arkham Asylum. and then Arkham If City. you want to include Arkham Origins into the mix, then yeah, start with Arkham Origins because it takes place years before the rest of the games. There's also some portable games like Arkham City Lockdown that was released in 2011, Arkham Origins, a mobile version released in 2013, Arkham Origins Blackgate released in 2013 for a Nintendo DS and PlayStation Vita, um, and then Batman Arkham Underworld in 2016. Then there was a, a version of Arkham VR uh, for virtual reality that was released in 2016. I haven't played any of those games. Um, I, I'm kind of weary of mobile games uh, that have to do with like that are based on big time games. Like for instance, a Mortal Kombat game that is a mobile Mortal Kombat game that is based on a big game for a big platform. It usually is just not nowhere near the quality. And I kind of like tend to stay away, stay away from them. But yeah, those games are also available. They're out there. And uh, again, I can only hope that Rocksteady does continue making superhero games. I've always wished 
that they would create other DC hero games. Yeah. You know, a Flash game would be fun. A Superman game would be fun. Uh, Green Lantern. Now with uh, everything that we've seen from the new Aquaman, from the Aquaman movie, how great would a game be taking place in Atlantis? Imagine them building out that entire world using the mythology, all the the gods and the creatures and all that stuff and creating an underwater game. They could totally rock that. No pun intended. Because rock steady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, any final thoughts about the Arkham game series, buddy? Um, not really. But um, I do... I do think that they are really good games. Yeah. I have never played any of them, though. You saw me play a couple of them. And and I'm going to play them yeah, you once, once I get a PlayStation. You definitely should, yeah. So, um, all right, that's our review of the Arkham games. And we will be back with the next installment of the Arkham Hardly Contain Myself series. We will catch you guys in our next episode. Game over. Yeah. Game over.